All right, Halloween is here, and with that, we have another interesting new scary movie coming to you from Australia, a very, very different type of possession movie. And to discuss that movie, we have our friend of the podcast, Chris Chang, horror movie aficionado, coming back to discuss that with us. The movie for today's episode is Talk To Me. Let's talk for a minute. Well, first of all, I got to say this, Chris, I'm glad to have you back, man. Uh, this is, uh, we're on episode 33, and you and I talked last on episode 28 for Smile. So now we're back for doing another spoiler review, and I'm especially happy, and man, I, I think, I think uh, you'll be happy about this too. This is the Halloween episode, the October month episode. Oh, yeah. and this movie, uh, Talk to Me, I think is... I haven't seen a horror in a while. And so, um, you know, how you mentioned this preview a while back and how it, you know, it's got all the hype and the fan following. I was really excited to, to see it, especially during the, this time of the season. So for the first horror that I've seen in a while, it definitely uh, set the bar high. Let me, let me ask you this, just uh, out of the gate before we get into it, what uh, would be your score for this movie out of 10? Uh, let me see. I would say eight in an eight point seven five. Eight point seven five. Yeah, I, I'm kind of feeling like somewhere between a, like an eight and an eight and a half. Um, it, it, um, it. There are some things that, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the pros and cons, but yeah, I have a lot of great things to talk about it. Like on the pro side, there's some. I don't know. Maybe I'm being picky, but I, I had some stuff in the in the cons too, but. Yeah, that the opening scene, man. Um, opening scene, man. It's, so it's a, I guess it's a high schoolers uh, throwing a high school party. Mm. A lot of people, you know, you're following this uh, this character into a house, and everybody's just partying and drinking. And he's trying to find his brother, and his brother's like locked in a room, and you can tell like there's something going on behind the doors. We're not sure if he's by himself or with someone. But they eventually get the door open, and he's sitting there, obviously distraught. Like something's something's happening, but we're not sure. And so the brother's like, you know, confiding in him, and they, or you know, just 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 supporting him. Be like, hey, let's get out of here. Let's get out of the party. It's you know, it's too much going on. And so as they're walking out, you know, just out of the out of the blue. I forget if he exchanged any words or said anything specifically, but from what I can remember, he takes out a knife, stabs his brother, and then just stabs himself in the head. It's, and then it's just like, he's cut. And you're like, whoa. I mean, there were so many like jump moments. Definitely. Like I, I remember like, yeah, he brings the brother out of the room and everyone's like holding up their phones. Like, Hey, hey stop recording. When he turns back to go, his brother's brother just attacks him, like just stabs him like that. And then stabs him, you know, himself. And I, I don't know. I feel like we probably both had this moment of like, Holy shit. Okay. Like if I didn't know this was a horror movie, you know, I'm well, now, well aware now. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a jump scare. I'm like, Oh, thinking, thinking about like, okay, this got this kid, was possessed. I can't wait till the story unfolds. And so, um, this the whole story or the way that they kind of unfold everything, that that the beginning and the end, how it comes full circle, 
is such a satisfying thing, you know, like of, of a story. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, that's how all the, all that started. Oh, my. I mean, not exactly for that, the guy at, at the beginning, but you see like how he got to that point. You know what I mean? Like, for, so and now how it's going to happen to the next person, you know, and how it carries on. Wait, are you talking about the very end scene? Yeah. Because it, what, what it reminded me, it reminded me of, it reminded me of Jumanji. <laughs> Like, you know, like this group of people that are like found thing and now is like wants to play. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be, there's going to be, a, is there going to be a second one? Who knows? Oh, no, they, they already commissioned uh, a talk to me. And of course, in oh. great marketing style, the talk to me, the title, two is the number two. So like, uh, just... Uh, Got it. No, but but dude, I love it because like when they first do the the first dare or whatever, um, when she's possessed, she sees someone that she doesn't recognize, like, and it makes her jump. You know, like she sees like some, yeah. and that's what it's like. You know, for the other, and that's what it's like for her at the end. You know what I mean? Like uh, they don't recognize her. You know, the, the person who's doing the dare this time doesn't recognize her, but you know, is scared by her. Like, oh my gosh, you just you just. It just made sense. I, I forgot about that part. Yeah, because she's now she's now the spirit. Just yeah, and it's a different perspective, and she's looking out. That's right. Holy cow! I mean, so I mean, we, we can use this definitely to jump into the like the pros and cons, but like because there's a little bit of both here. The pros, I love how they unfold everything in this film. You know what I mean? The opening and the end kind of coming full circle. You know, like there's something just like where when those things like oh that piece that I was like, what the hell's happening here? Like that aha moment, you know, later on at towards the end, I, I loved all of that. The only con and it was like, there was no explanation at all as to like, what is this curse? Yeah. Yeah. I of a lot that was unsaid or untold. And I mean, I, I guess it's kind of, I guess it's, that's kind of how I felt with our other review. Remember the, remember the movie? Uh, smile. Smile. That's right. Because mm. I remember feeling the same. Wow, I felt like there has yet to, you know, kind of explain the whole concept of the of the of the movie. I, I feel like I same similar feeling with this one. Yeah, I mean, this one though. I, I don't know. I, I I liked it a little bit more than Smile, just because I felt like okay, at least. I can see how the beginning and end connect, even if there isn't, again, that full explanation. But both of them have that kind of easy out of like, all right, well, that's what number two will be about. You know, we'll we'll go into some of the backstory, the lore. Um, but I don't know, like when, when you have to like completely lean on that, leave out, just, I don't know. See, I, I don't want to take off too much because I feel like that's where it's being nitpicky. It's it's like someone who goes to see an action movie or a comic book movie and they're like, that's not realistic. I'm like, are you, are you serious? Like, enjoy the movie, you know? Exactly, <laughs> just for pure pleasure. Yeah, you know, so... Stop. <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah, for the pros, man, like, I just, I love how this was different, I felt, because, you know, how... As the possessions are happening, they're recording it and they're putting it out on social media. And, and, and like, remember, like they, they had already even seen some of the footage, and they're like, "That's not real. That's green screen and you know whatever and special effects." And you know, and then then they're like, "No, we're we're, we're recording you." Like as it happens, like that was, I'm like that's different. Yeah, it was 
I was excited to kind of hear how um, one of the characters, like how he got it, like how he got in possession of the item. Mm. Because there was a beginning, yeah, you see how it's kind of like the interaction with the entire group and how the game or the challenge is played. Mm-hmm. And then and there was just so much more that I was yearning for. I was like, wait a second. So how did this guy get this? Like, where where did these two individuals that are kind of the the bad kids yeah. of the high school know the 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 outcasts that are doing stuff that is kind of you know not to the norm Mm -hmm. and so they acquire this hand right this talk to me hand but i'm glad that there was in the middle of the movie the the the, one of the characters is like oh i got this off quote unquote whatever his name bobby or whoever and tied in to their way of trying to find more answers by contacting this brother that ended up killing himself but ended up stabbing his brother and um the brother who's still alive did not want anything to do with it because mm. he was just so traumatized by the hand and the actions that it kind of you know led to which was which was interesting i mean yeah like again just very unique this whole storytelling i gotta say i feel like especially with horror if you have and look i i don't mean there are plenty of great American uh, horror movies, but I feel like when I see when we see horror movies that come from other countries, I don't know, they add something different to it. Like in this case, this was from Australia. It, it, it just very creative. I liked even some of the music and like there were parts when they're hanging out as friends or when they're doing the possession stuff. It's playing very light music and you're kind of laughing like, hey, they're, this is like a regular Saturday night for them. You know, like it's just. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was a trip. The other thing, too, though, is that I feel um, I was surprised with one thing, you know, like I feel like here in the States, people are more used to violent content and gore and doesn't phase them as much. But there were two things that they went to with this movie that I didn't expect. One, they showed like that deer. So like, you know, there's like again violence with animals. And then the one that was um, and I. I think I, I want to caution people on this. There's a scene where they really take it far of a kid who gets hurt. That definitely made me uncomfortable. I, I, I know it made all of us, I'm sure it made all of us uncomfortable, but it was, um, I just was surprised they went there. Yeah, I kind of pushed. Right? You know, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. You really want to see if I can squirm. Okay, this is like really, they tied it back to the family trauma, to the main girl character. And there were definitely a lot of things with this movie that, I didn't see coming, you know, I mean, like, okay, I knew there was going to be, you know, some violence or possession, you know, like spirits, but even then I'm like, oh, damn. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Didn't, didn't see that coming. Yeah. It's a unique movie. Wait, so let's back up here a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's been a couple of days since I've seen the movie and I feel like I didn't get the full understanding. I feel like there was uh, pieces missing Mm -hmm. um, of like understanding like exactly what happened. So, so I felt, so the movie, how, what was interesting was with the, with the interaction when they were doing the possession, I felt, it was, I felt like I was there, hmm. which was really cool. The camera angles, the music, the environment oh, yeah. felt like it was, it was like a record, like in a camcorder. Oh yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, it was like very inviting. It was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm participating, which is really awesome. So the deer, cause I feel like there was a lot of symbol, like symbolisms or a lot of metaphors. I feel like the deer was symbolic of what? I didn't fully understand. I got, honestly, I don't know. Like, and they brought it back like to her seeing it in the hospital too. And like, I, I don't know if maybe it was also 
somehow possessed or something like like yeah so like that was definitely a, a piece that didn't make sense yeah and i would say this is like the cons is like there are a lot of pieces that i felt that i didn't really have the clear answer mm. to in like understanding the movie more yeah. they'll i'll knock off you know 0.25 and do an eight and a half because now that we're talking about it i was like okay i would hope that there was a relation to it maybe i don't understand it just yet maybe i have to read into it or you know, go online and actually see what people are talking yeah. about. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the question I had was like, what is, what is, what did the deer kind of mean? Mm. What I thought they did well was the like scratching in the door. Oh my gosh. Nail polish mm-hmm. that I knew that he was like finick, like feel like finicky with. Cause in the beginning when she, when the main character was before she even tried the, the game or touched the hand. So basically for reviewers that haven't seen the movie, how the challenge works is that they have a hand and there's all these inscriptions on the hand. And I don't know what the inscriptions right. are, but basically they light a candle and you sit in front of this hand that's that's reached out to you and you, you, you pretty much give it a shake. Mm-hmm. And once you say, talk to me, you're inside this realm um, of you'll see the spirit, whoever the spirit mm-hmm. is. And then once they start once you start seeing this thing or once they say talk to me they'll they'll have they'll have a timer you can then say let i let you in right and that will further on you'll 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 be in this in this environment in this possession of this person of the spirit and basically take over your body i noticed when before she started getting possessed her and her girlfriend so it's this main character her really close friend and her brother. So the main character doesn't have any brothers or sister. It's her friend and her 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 own brother. They're like best buds. The the family knows each other, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, I remember there the two girls are like doing their nails and it's like pristine. And then throughout the movie, you can see her like picking at her nails and it's like becoming really like oh. chipped and just you know you know it's just getting worse and yeah. worse. And correct me if I'm wrong, I, I remember this girl, the main character, does a session. I feel like she got like a high off of mm. it. I feel like she enjoyed it because she was like, let me do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like there was like an addiction part to it because the people that were participating in this activity felt like, you know, it was such, it was like a high because how they described it was like, yeah. oh my God, this feeling was they great. They want to go longer than 90 seconds, so I, yeah. Yeah, and that's the whole thing with the 90 seconds. Like, if they let them in for 90 seconds, if it's beyond that, it could take over right. your body. Yeah, they want to stay. And that's and there are some spirits that are very connected. And I remember, like, the people that are watching or video, videoing, they had to, like, pry the hand, the physical hand, off of the person participating because it was just – the energy was just so strong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they had, to, they had to blow so, out the candle, right, and then, like, try to push them off if they can. Or, yeah. So – what happens to this main character? Did she get like this brings me to another con, I guess, because I from my, from what I can gather, just how the movie mm-hmm. went and progressed was that she the spirit took over her body mm-hmm. because maybe she lasted for more than she 90 went, seconds. yeah she went longer than ninety seconds she she stayed for a while yeah. longer, right? and the candle wasn't blown out at the time yeah I, the, well I, I don't know like I they. They were they were all kind of distracted. I think they were like laughing, still videoing the stuff, you know. Like I don't think they were paying super close attention, like because they 
at first thought it was all like kind of light and fun and jokes still like they didn't realize that like this is now gone on too long you know the the other yeah. thing you know like as part of the con why were the spirits so obsessed with the younger kid why did they want to keep him why were they torturing him like you know why did they in that one scene you know beat the shit out of him like just you know i didn't i didn't understand like they never talked about it you know like uh the only part that made it kind of work in the movie is like she's i mean he's her brother so like you're concerned about him from her point of view i just i did not understand what what was so important about the brother and why they wouldn't let him go they being the spirits or demons or whatever it was it was kind of a you know and and maybe like again that could be a sequel uh answer but like i don't in the movie they commit a lot of time to that so yeah so like a little something even don't fine don't even give a full answer but give like a nugget something you know and they they didn't do that yeah. i wonder if it was cuz because he was definitely younger, mm. so I wanted more pure, more innocent, you know, more more vulnerable. Because even the friends were like, "Hey, no, he's too young." Yeah, maybe maybe something like you know, you have to become, you know, becoming of age. Maybe it's like same thing with like cigarettes and drinking and stuff. This activity is only for adults, quote unquote. Mm. I mean, like you said, I I hope that they're able to answer that in a sequel because it was interesting because when. She had done another set when the when the friend when the main character did another session. Yeah, she saw the the spirits just holding you know holding him down and being like, "He's not. We're not letting him go." Yeah, and that scene itself pretty jarring. Oh my gosh! Yeah, just the characters and the the way that it was just visually displayed was was pretty uh, was pretty was pretty scary. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I wonder. I wonder if that's if I wonder if that, that could be the reason is you know it's just more like innocent, mm. vulnerable kind of age, and and maybe that's why they wanted to keep him. Um, but when the kid did get possessed, that was that was like you said, uh, maybe the Australian viewers and the content have more leeway with this. But being that he's a kiddo and. Mm-hmm pretty graphic in terms of when the spirit had taken over his body yeah. um, during that second uh, interval. Yeah. It, 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 I could, I could go without seeing that again. Because, uh, it's it's for, not for the light stomach the, and light heart. Yeah. Uh, for the viewers, not having seen the movie yet, mm. um, it was like and the injuries that he had sustained was like, was, was, was lo- like, you know, was, was life altering. Um, and also the, 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 the scene when they're in the bathroom. Oh yeah. 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 Again, like they, they continue to, with it, you know, like, yeah. And he's, he's with his own sister and she's like helping him how to, you know, wash up yeah, and he's hurting himself. And yeah. And, and, and I guess he's still possessed at the time and he's just like bang head on the, on the, on the, on the, on the shower wall. And it was, it was, it was, it was a lot. Yeah. I um, mean, but, but you know, again, like, um, this being like a, an Australian made film, like I, I, one thing I, a movie like this, I mean, that part was particularly disturbing. Yes. But like uh, this whole movie though, being so different, so creative, uh, it definitely makes me more curious now about, uh, more international films. Like, cause, cause I thought 
this I loved like all the Australian representation in this movie. You have these two brothers who I'm just I pulled up their names right now, Danny and Michael Filippo, who um, they also have a I didn't realize they're popular uh, YouTubers. They have this channel called Raka Raka. They've done, I think, a lot of I think it's comedic comedy, but I'll double check myself on that. Um, yeah. And just the fact that they made this movie, they had they, there was some pressure to be like, hey, let's actually bring an American cast and put it in, set it in America. And again, nothing wrong with that. But if your original idea is to set it in Australia and, you know, there are things that are unique to this story that you believe, you know, you want to show your home. Why not? I'm glad that they fought for that. They kept it there. I think all the cast are Australian. The cast, they're all Australian, the film, the directors, and it's a, it's made by a 24, which is this awesome um, production company. And two other things I want to throw out the, the time it's not that long of a movie, an hour and a half goes by pretty quick. And it was a very successful movie for, for this summer too, for this year, it earned 90 million on a four and a half million dollar budget. So it did crazy well. Wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. And good. For them. Totally, man. But so yeah, this movie, I, I'm very excited to see like, uh, where they're going to go with the sequel. Now I want to flip to Halloween, man. Cause, uh, with Halloween, I, I know this is the time of year that, that we love for sure. Question I want to throw out there. It's a tough one, man. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, okay. I could just ask, what's your favorite Halloween movie? That's the tough, impossible question. So I'll put it this way. Either if you can answer that, what's your favorite Halloween movie? Or what is a really good Halloween movie that just comes to mind right now? Like something maybe recent that you're like, oh, wow, I forgot. Like that was a really good one. Or yeah. I'm going to have to have you take the lead on this. I... Like I said, Talk to Me has been like probably the most horror movie I've seen in a mm. while. I can't remember the last horror movie prior to Talk to Me. Uh, then again, like it's it's strange. I like horror. I mean, I mean, if I, I, you, you want, I, I can give you like, um, I have one for like traditional horror and, and one for kind of psychological horror. Do you do you have or do you, or do you want me to? That reminds me. I did. I did see. I think they were playing it on TV a while back. It was a uh, cabin fever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I was watching in the background, and it kind of reminded me, like, you know, for Halloween and stuff. But that one I enjoyed. I wouldn't say my favorite, but I was like, okay. all right, like I can watch. You know, be entertained. I mean, it's it's one. It's uh, it's, it's a unforgettable one. You would say. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh, go with yours. I forget. So again, I don't know if this would be like my favorite, but one that like definitely stays in my mind is the very first Saw movie. The the very first one set in that cellar or whatever. And I did not want to watch all the the others. It was like I think they just released Saw Ten, by the way. Like so, I I, I think I remember telling you that it actually has better reviews than the first one, which is really surprising to me because the first one, you know, it was fresh, you know, and had some good twists and kind of you could see what you can do with a low budget movie. But yeah, that that one, like for horror, definitely stays in my mind. Then psychological horror, you know, like uh, or psychological thriller, if we're counting that, there are hmm two movies i uh, i would say one is uh village of the damned i don't know if you've ever seen this movie chris it's i don't think i've ever seen that i think it's the last movie that christopher reeves made um before he um, was paralyzed um and it's this something happens over this town 
all the women get, uh, they become pregnant at the same time. They all deliver at the same time. And these kids, they, as they grow up, they, they look and behave the same. It's a very creepy quality. If they look at you and you stare back at them, they can make you do things. Um, Kirstie oh, uh, Alley was in the movie too. Like it was uh, John Carpenter who who made the original Halloween movie. This was one of his stories, and it's it's really fucked up. Um, so that's one. Uh, it's kind of a mix, actually. I guess of horror and psychological horror. The other one, I don't know what you would call this, like um, arachnophobia, because it's not a is that a horror. I would say that's that's a horror. That definitely got me afraid I, of spiders for sure. A hundred percent agree. I, I you you mentioning all these movies now. I think I have my mm. top my top my top five okay. of horror and psychological thriller, psychological thriller, arachnophobia for okay. sure. Because my sister made me watch that when I was really young, <laughs> and to this day, I'm terrified of spiders. Yeah. And I thank her for it. Um, I just remember that scene of like they're in the they're in the uh, what they're in the basement, and he has like a nail gun. Or something yeah. like uh, with a fire, and he shoots that 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 nest, and it just explodes. And yeah. oh man, just anytime I see even small big spiders, I get a little queasy. Um, but yes, arachnophobia has definitely done yeah. some damage in my head. Okay. <laughs> uh, for horror, though, it reminds me of so I like I like adventure mm. horrors, which which I think it. You know, which which really kind of makes sense because I'm a big outdoorsman. I love to travel. That being said, hostel. How did I was? How did I know you were going to say that? Like, it, it, I was. I'm like, he's going to say, he's going to say hostel. Like Eli Roth. Yeah. Hostel. So fucked. Yeah. At the time, it was just like, oh my god, like this is like this yeah. is terrifying because this, this could happen but the the fact of it's like it's something that I love to do is travel and meet new people and travel to new ex, you know, new places mm-hmm. it's like oh my gosh this is this is this is terrifying um just it's so it could be reality yeah. that and I don't know if you've seen is it the cave I haven't seen it but I've heard about it it's about the, the group of the, the girls who go like there and then there's the creatures yeah I heard that one's really messed up I haven't seen that they're an explorer yeah. team go they find, find this cave and they go in and scramble in and like you said they find this these creatures that basically hunt them and that that I remember that was was very terrifying it shook, it shook well, you up oh okay. yeah even now like I explore caves and stuff I'm like <laughs> oh my god on here that you know might be hunting me listener i i i asked that follow-up to chris that does it shake him up because i'm t- like this friend of mine he has a threshold for these kind of movies so if he's telling you that like yeah like that that was fucked up like i'm telling that should be an indicator those two are like my like bread and butter what i can remember like that made an impact on how i perceive life <laughs> <laughs> but so Going over these movies, you know, it, it. I wanted to include the point of for Halloween movies, are horror movies Halloween movies? Are psychological thrillers also included? I feel like, you know, that that's one of those like like tough questions, you know. Of uh... that is a tough question because like traditionally Halloween is like oh Jason and like <laughs> kind of stuff, and yeah, I think it really depends on the person mm-hmm. because if it's like scares you more, I well, I think I'm gonna 
I think I'm going to retract on that. I don't feel like that's Halloween, mm. like Halloween, um, you know, in nature. Uh, because when I think of Halloween, I think of like, you know, the, the Jasons sure. and, and, uh, like fires kind of stuff. Scream, I feel like is kind of Halloween. Oh, definitely. People dress up as, um, but for like my horror that I like, which is like adventures or like travel horror, mm-hmm. um, I feel like those in my personal, you know, opinion doesn't really classify as horror or Halloween. Mm-hmm. But you know, to whoever you know, if if they if they get the scare or if they make that you know the feeling of being frightened, yeah. the association with Halloween, and you're getting scared. I, I get yeah, it. If, if it's one of those where it's like, all right, I'm gonna leave the door open. I'm gonna have a nightlight on. <laughs> like, oh, I'm I'm watching this at home by myself at night. Great. I mean, and look, and look, yeah. if it gives you that feeling where you're scared like that, like a little kid, but you're, you could be a grown ass man or grown ass woman, whatever. Like, um, I think then it's done its job as a, as a Halloween movie. Yeah. Just, um, the ring. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. When the girl came out of the TV, like I jumped out of my skin like like that. I feel like that would be very appropriate Halloween movie just cause that was frightening. Halloween's always been, uh, I would say is like second or third holiday that I like to I like to experience. Oh, yeah. Going back to the movie, I had a I had a quick question. What the I remember with like same thing with Smile, the trauma, mm-hmm. right? The trauma the individual had has been going through. I wanted to chat with you about like the relationship with that because there was at a point where I was like, what happened to the mom? So from what I understand, right, the mom had depression, suffering from yeah. depression, she couldn't. And then she took her life. But then there was at a point where the spirits were telling her this, the main character, when she was still in communication or could still under, could still hear and see the spirits being like, when the character was trying to find more answers in regarding to what had happened to her mom, because she wasn't there. The mom was in her room and the husband, her father, uh, the character, main character's father was trying to open the door, trying to save her because he noticed that she wasn't responding and finally opened the door, was able to, you know, see his wife unconscious and, you know, dead. So the daughter was trying to understand exactly what had happened and from what we gathered, the daughter and the dad don't have really a great relationship the main character and her mom had a very tight relationship Mm. and so when the daughter was like trying to connect with the with her mom's spirit after she had passed was like hey mom did you commit suicide or like what happened like talk to me like i want to find more answers to what had happened to you i felt like she already was thinking like oh did you commit suicide did dad hurt you did he give you more pain like more meds than you were taking because from the story it was it was like she was taking some sleeping pills I yeah think, something. See, not uh, clear all of so this was not cl- it's not yeah. clear and that's what's so frustrating mm. because when the main character is possessed and can communicate with these spirits there was a, a point in time where the spirit was like don't trust your dad your dad's the one who had killed your mom and be careful because now you're you're at risk yeah. for him to kill you. And so when I was watching this, I was like, man, I'm I'm a little confused here because just the backstory of what actually happened to the mom mm. with what you know with going with the movie, maybe that will kind of you know explain itself. But in the moment, I was just 
flooded with so much information. Yeah, I mean, feel the same. I just, no, I, I don't know. I just a lot of like question marks. Totally, no, no, there's a lot of question marks in this movie. And again, like, sure, there can be sequels, but like, I feel um, so that whole thing where I was saying before, like, okay, the things I would complain about in a horror movie, and then comparing it to like an action or comedy, like, it's not about like, oh, is it realistic or could this really happen? It's not about that. It's that without enough information then why do we care about these people you know what i mean whether it's an action romance horror comedy that's the only only reason why i say like uh, it's not about the realism or any of that stuff whatever you know i'm not i don't think any of us are that uptight about it it's just enough pieces of, of information to know why no and i i don't have an answer for you on that like i was equally as confused you know on that one thing I wanted to mention before I forget, just because you had mentioned from your list of movies, you, you had mentioned Cabin Fever and you had mentioned Hostel. Both of those are Eli Roth movies. That is the guy who directed those. He has a new one coming out, Chris, by uh, next month. It's called Thanksgiving. It's this town. They're having like parades and, you know, Thanksgiving dinners and all that. And there's a serial killer on the loose who's dressed up as a pilgrim. When I saw that, I'm like, this is his jam. Like, Chris is definitely going to want to, uh, you know, I got, I got to tell him about this. So I'll send you the, the trailer for sure. Dude, I can't wait. That sounds, that sounds great person or whoever dressed up as a pilgrim on a murder spree amazing and uh, now let's recap our scores uh for uh for this movie though for talk to me uh out of uh 10 you were saying before i think like uh, 8.75 like uh do you, do you stand by that now i don't know after talking about it more maybe even being more confused i think i'm gonna drop it down drop it down to like a probably an eight out of ten i yeah I, I told you before like between eight and eight and a half i i i bump it down to seven and a half just because like it's good but unfortunately they're like a few of these pieces that were missing were both important things just, just to make sense or, or to you know care yeah. about these people like okay you, you know why what's going on but i still think for these brothers uh the filippo brothers awesome debut of a movie and i definitely want to check their uh, youtube channel rocka rocka um i yeah i can't wait to see the the talk to me sequel man yeah same here i can't wait to see what the brothers come up with next and uh, look forward to you know, hopefully uh, making sense of this uh, of this movie a little better. Absolutely, man. Hey, Chris, wishing you and our listeners a really happy Halloween. I am so glad to have you back for the second episode. Um, and I hope we can get you on for, for more episodes in the future. Yes? Absolutely, man. Right. And with that, we're going to wrap up our Halloween episode. Chris, thank you so much, my friend. It is always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. You got to come back. We will definitely do some more episodes together. Talk to Me is absolutely a very different kind of horror movie. Yeah, there's some issues here and there, as you heard, but it is a very, very impressive feature debut for two brand new filmmakers. I do hope you check it out. Let me know what you think. Have a very happy, very fun Halloween, and thank you for listening.